This is Jay Close. Life is hard, and there is so much to do. But I have learned that when you live in the present moment, life can become clearer, peaceful, and even sacred. So as always, I'm working on being in the moment together with you. Be still. How to be still when so much is swirling around us. From our family and work demands to our own ambitions, we find it hard to be still. We find it wrong to be still. But when we are, maybe on a vacation or in a rare moment late at night, or because in a crisis we just had to get a break, in those moments, being still is wonderful. I noticed something. To be still requires faith. Our busyness is for the purpose of getting things done, or responding to crises, or we stay busy to tamp down the worries. To choose to be still requires letting go of all of that. To be still means the world is running without me for a while. I can't affect the outcome if I stop, I believe, so I must keep busy. There is a nervous energy that works against being still. This nervous energy is in us and in the culture around us. We feel that the busier we are, the more we will get done, and the better our lives will be. If I control my schedule, and maybe your schedule, the demons won't get me. I'll get ahead in the world, and the stirring discontentment in me will fade. Yet being still may affect your outcome, and the outcome of the world, for the better. It is clear that stress is rampant, and that people are on edge. If you are calmer, you may handle the world better. You may not snap back with an angry response when someone gets angry with you. Road rage might decrease. Getting in line at the restaurant, on the way to school, or to get gasoline could be more peaceful and patient. What if you and I became more patient? My wife and I were walking our dog in a large park near us. We've been to this park many times. It has woods, soccer fields, and paths with gravel, asphalt, and concrete. Some paths are for walking, and the concrete ones are also bike paths. The walkers and bikers are to stay on certain sides and follow certain rules so no one gets hurt. In our neighborhood, we have trained our dog to stay to the left side of the road because we walk her on streets where there are no sidewalks. Years ago, I was taught to walk facing car traffic so they can see you and you can see the cars coming. So that is what we do with the dog. On the bike path, that doesn't work out so well. The dog pulls us to the left side, but the rules say to walk on the right. Bikers are to call out, on your left, as they ride by coming from behind you, so you don't step out in front of them. One day we were walking on each side, on and off, because the dog pulls her usual way, and we would sometimes go with her and sometimes pull her back. Another couple with a dog came our way, and we pulled 
pulled off into the grass to the left to give them room to get by. Then we looked up and saw a biker coming toward us. I just stayed by the left side because getting back across would have put us right in his way. He adjusted to us and yelled, You're supposed to be on the other side. I yelled back, We had to move for someone else. To which he yelled as he went farther by, No, you didn't. To this I yelled, Yes, we did. And he was far enough away at that point, he didn't yell again, nor did I. This was not one of my prouder moments. Yes, most bikers adjust to us if we were on the wrong side without saying anything. And that he felt the need to yell at us made me mad. But I'm convinced that I had a patient shortage that day, which seems to be another epidemic going on right now, a shortage of patience. If I had been making more time to be still, to settle my soul, I believe my reaction to the situation would have been calmer, with no need to yell at the biker. So try this exercise with me. Just be still. Get in a quiet place with as little noise and distraction as possible. Then get ready to be still. Scratch anything that itches, pull and tug at your clothes in any way needed to get comfortable. Sit or lie down in the most comfortable way you can. Decide that for a few minutes you will not move, even to scratch. Think about the idea of faith being necessary for being still. Where can you put your faith? Maybe you can exercise some faith in yourself that you can, in fact, be still. Or you can ask God for help in trusting that the world will run without you for a while and release that need to control or stay busy. Pray, relax, release, and be still even if it's just a couple of minutes. Take some slow breaths. Soften into any impulses to jerk, rub, or scratch. Resist them and be still. Notice muscles move from tense to at ease. Just be still and have faith. Psalm 4610 says, Be still. Meditate, ponder, and think about that verse. Let it wash over you and let it still your body. Then ask yourself what that was like. Was it hard? Was it pleasant? Could it have been both hard and pleasant? I challenge you to make time in your life to do this again. I'm really glad you listened to this episode of Encouraging Being. I can support you best if you listen regularly because being in the moment takes practice. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell somebody you care about to listen in. To learn more, check out encouragingbeing.com.